0: Hello, Kendall and I just recorded this episode on February 18th, which is a quick turnaround. But we feel that this topic is especially timely considering the recent CNN article and video about the terrifying realities of the fertility industry, which is linked in our show notes. Today, we're joined by Jacqueline, who was recently in an article on the front page of USA Today speaking about the discovery of her 170 siblings through donor conception. Jacqueline does not hold back with her tale, and we appreciate her frankness and sense of humor. She also utters a phrase I think has never been spoken on a podcast before. See if you could figure it out. Here's our new friend, Jacqueline. Jacqueline, welcome to the podcast.
1: Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely.
0: So what was your gut reaction when the USA Today article hit?
1: Oh, that was scary because I didn't tell anybody in my family I was doing it. And no one in my family other than my mom and my sister knew at that point that, like, my dad knew we came from a sperm donor, but he didn't know for the past three years that me and my sister had known mm. at that point.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: I was contacted by two of my aunts on his side of the family that day, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to tell him. So it was uh, a little rough at first, but we've we've okay. healed a little bit, and we've moved on, and we're getting better. So
2: he he knew that you were... Donor conceived, but he didn't know you knew.
0: <laughs> got it. Yeah. Got yeah. It. Did, did your parents say why they hadn't informed you?
1: I finally got an answer out of them. We all sat down, like me, my sister, the four of us. We all got together and tried to talk about it as a family because it was just a giant elephant in the room for a few days. And my dad went mute, just like stopped talking hmm. for a few days. So I was like, yeah, we got to do something about this. My mom said that back then they're both doctors because they had two different doctors for me and my sister because we're eight years apart. They said that their best option was to just not tell Mm.
0: us. The doctor said that.
1: So, Mm. yeah, the doctor advised them not to tell us. And they listened because, I mean, the doctor was telling them to, So why not? You know?
0: That's interesting. I don't think we've, um, you know, we've had, we've had a few of these type of stories on the podcast, but I don't think we've heard anyone say that the doctors advised about telling the children like, wow, talk about perpetuating getting the the secret started.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Mm -mm -mm. So let's rewind a little bit. And can you share with us just how you made your discovery?
1: Once ancestry started coming out, I was like, Ooh, I'm, I was really interested. I really just wanted to know my family's ancestry. They had told me we were 75% Italian for years. And I was like, I'm calling bullshit on that. I'll (laughs) believe you for now. And my mom had prevented me for years from taking the test, just being like, Oh, it's too much money. They're going to steal your DNA. You know, don't do it. You're just better off not doing it. And I was like, okay. And then I moved out and I was 21. And I was like, fuck, I'm just gonna take a test. I didn't tell anybody. I bought a test, took it. And then that was about, I think I took it beginning of December. And then I bought two tests for my mom and my sister, not for my dad. I just didn't. I just, I don't know why. And then I gifted them for Christmas these tests. So they had an opportunity to tell me right then and there, hey, you know. by the way, and they didn't. Mm and then I got my results on January 1st, 2021. Happy New Year. Oh, maybe this is why they were trying to keep me from looking at my DNA. What popped
0: up immediately that the red flags went off.
1: I did 23andMe before I did Ancestry because I have done both. I opened the app. I don't know if you've used it, but it's got all the siblings at the top, and it just had like 15 or 16 half siblings, and I was like what the fuck is this? So I thought they mixed up my DNA with somebody else's. I'm like, no way. Like, this has got to be ridiculous. There's, there's just, it's gotta be fake. And I'm looking, I'm looking and you could see their like States and their locations. So I'm looking and it's all places. My dad went hunting and I'm like, Oh, he's, (laughs) he's been cheating. My mom has no idea. They were all younger than me. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I message every single one. And I'm like, Hey, I think we have the same dad. And, I finally got one response and they're like, Hey, so you don't know what's going on. Let me explain. And they just laid out everything for me. And I was just dumbfounded, just so hard to believe that, you know,
0: we've noticed that some people like they kind of become like the head of the pod to where they're like the ones to lay it all out, you know, for the new siblings. Was it a gentle revelation or was it just like, bam, here's, here's the story.
1: (laughs) No, it was kind of like, bam, wow. <laughs> I, it was, there was no, warm right. up. it was just like, Hey, you came from a sperm donor. I was like, are you sure yeah. about that? They're like, yeah. Wow. I was like, okay. Wow. Goodness. Yeah. I was 21. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was like a big shock yeah. to me. And then my sister is eight years older than me. She lives down the street. So I'm freaking out. I called her. I said, Hey, you need to come over. I don't know what's going on. And I told her and she's like, Am I from a donor? Am I from the same donor? And I'm like, I don't know. So, a couple hours later, I called my mom and got the confirmation that she's also from a donor, but a different Mm -hmm. one. So, we're only half siblings, which sucks because I really thought we were full siblings. I have no full siblings now. Everybody's halves. It's just a lot. There's too many of us. But yeah,
0: it's. (laughs) Wow. So, how would your sister react when your mom shared the news?
1: She was pissed. Yeah, she was really pissed. She was 30. When she found out, she was not mm-hmm. happy. Not happy at all. She was really mad that they kept it from her for so long and completely understandable, you know? I wasn't mad. I had no resentment. I was actually kind of happy. I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's, who's got like stories yeah. Yeah. like that, yeah. you know?
0: So when your mom confirmed everything, did she say, don't tell your father?
1: No, it was more like, We were kind of confused as to what we should do. And I felt like it wasn't my place to tell him at the time. I felt like it was her place to be like, hey, the kids know. And then three years later, we still hadn't told him. It just like she never found the right moment. We were afraid he was going to blame her for us finding out. And then he was just going to get mad that we hid it from him for so long. But He's, I think he's all right. I think he's gotten better since we talked about it.
0: So, just about a week after you gifted your sister the DNA test, you get the bombshell dropped on you. Did she take her test after that?
1: No, I had, it took me about a year and a half to convince her to take her. <laughs> wow.
0: Because uh, obviously, you're not going to have the same siblings because she came from a different donor.
1: She only found like two. Wow. Yeah. But you have to remember back then, she was conceived in 91. So, I'm, like 99% sure her sperm was almost like fresh wow. and it wasn't frozen. So she would have a lot less siblings than me mm-hmm. anyway.
0: Is she jealous? You have so many siblings, <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, not at all.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. So at the time when you got your results from 23 and me, you said that there were about 15 sibling matches then you did Ancestry. Yeah. Were there the same matches or different matches? Or
1: There was like a handful of same matches, but then a whole different new batch of new ones.
0: Wow. Yeah. It has grown to what?
1: Oh, geez. I think we have a confirmed like 170 at this point. Wow. But we we know there's more. Right. Like we know there's more, hmm. but we have no idea of knowing the exact exactly, number. Exactly, because
0: there are people out there who probably don't know. Mm-hmm. And have no
2: reason to do a test. Right, exactly, yeah.
0: I mean, it's, yes, they're becoming more popular, but I mean, it's still only, you know, a small percentage of the population has actually taken the test, you know. It's just some people, you know, aren't, they don't trust it, you know, and.
1: I don't. I don't care. The, the, I feel like the government's already got my DNA yep. somehow. So I might as well just take a yep, test, right.
0: right? I'm the same way. It's like, whatever. <laughs> so are they, Are some of your siblings, are you like in the same region or are they spread out all over the country or the world?
1: Oh, it's definitely the world. And I don't know if the sperm was sent to like a different part of the country and then it was used. I think a few of them have now moved across the country. Like we have some in the military and they're all over the place, but for the most part, we're in New York, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey is a big oh in Florida. There's like a big mm-hmm. sack of us in those areas. <laughs> yeah.
0: It does seem like there's a lot of uh stories from the East Coast, doesn't true. it? True. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that
2: I, I do feel like the uh sperm banks out here must have just been more prolific, you know, or just Yeah. I oh, mean yeah. it's kind of amazing the number of people that we've connected with, yeah, from the from the East.
0: So I don't know if you saw this CNN story this week about the woman who, I I see the look on your face that you know what I'm about to say, yes, who uh, found out and then revealed that when she was in high school, she was intimate with her half-brother because she didn't know. As you said, you've got 170 siblings kind of sort of in the same region. I mean, has, has anything popped up in that aspect of your pod?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, we were a lot of people from my pod were actually interviewed for that CNN oh, okay. article, and I don't know if our stories are out yet or if they're they haven't put them out. But a few of my siblings have had very close mm. interactions with other siblings. Ex is dating the same people, or my one sibling actually served our one brother at a restaurant mm. once and had no idea, and they even went to the same high school and had like similar wow. friends. I know personally for me, one of my siblings like on popped up on 23me and it categorizes if it's on your paternal side or your maternal side. And two siblings popped up on my maternal side and I was like, "How?" Well, that's yeah. really weird. I'm like, "How the how the fuck mm. is that happening?" So I clicked, and I think uh, 23me is like changed, but you could click and you could see every specific genome And one of our genomes was like purple. And it meant that we shared DNA on both sides of the Hmm. family. I had my mom take a test and she was also related to them. They're her fifth cousins, but they're my half siblings. The donation facility was also sent it to like my mom's cousin. And then my mom's cousin had the same. Isn't that weird? I just find that so odd. Yeah, I
0: mean... So are there members of your pod that you're closer with? Or are there any that you're really close with now?
1: Yes. Uh, the Me and three of my other siblings did a podcast uh, a while back. And since then, we've just all gotten a lot closer. And plus, another sibling has gotten into our little, like, group, and then a brother of one of oh, those no. siblings. And I was actually just with them with them this weekend in Jersey. It was uh, cool. a lot of fun. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. So,
0: knowing what you know now, and, and as more of these stories come out there, what, how do you feel about the fertility industry?
1: Oh, I fucking hate it. Yeah. It's awful. It's disgusting. They're only in it for the money. Are you mm-hmm. serious? You're telling me that you're not going to do background checks? You're not going to verify any information these people are giving you? You're not going to require any um, proof that these kids were born? There's no cutoffs? These people can donate for as long as they want? Yeah. Are you serious? Like, is this... It's a joke. These are children coming into the world. All these restrictions for adoptions, and you're telling me you have no restrictions for sperm donation? That, like, makes no Mm -hmm, sense to me. And also, gay men can't donate? That's, Mm -hmm. like, bullshit. That's, like, the only test they do is, uh, I think, I believe, STD. Mm -hmm. So if they don't have an STD, why can't they donate? You know, I don't really. Yes, they
0: could have like, a lot of mental issues, but, uh, yeah. you know, and, or, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. or, or, just or other genetic, problems. you know, yeah. situations where you wouldn't like, where a parent knowingly would not pass that on to their child.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: Are there health related issues that you and your pod share?
1: Oh, so many. Hmm. So many. We all have cysts in all different parts of our body. I have a cyst in my spine that's expanding my spine. It's extremely rare, extremely scary. I could be paralyzed from the waist down eventually. Terrifying. Um, A lot of my siblings have them in their throats and they're singers. So now they can't sing. So it sucks. Um, I know one of my siblings gets cysts like in between her joints.
2: That sounds awful.
1: Yeah. Just nasty, Mm. nasty places. Uh, We all have skin issues like dermatitis or eczema everywhere. Mm. I have it on my vagina like who gets who gets pussy eczema like who who gets that of all things
0: right
2: you know thank you for i mean being so uh, you know
0: yes and and, i appreciate um, it and and thank you for having you know a (laughs) sense of humor about this because i I think that's what helps us get through some of these things you know yep and you know what
1: Uh, we all have pots too pots
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah wow Oh, my goodness. Wow. So what do you know about this man who donated so often?
1: We do know his name. I mean, there's a lot of siblings, and a lot of people have taken DNA tests. We have found his siblings. We have found other members of the family. We're in contact with one of his brothers. I've spoken to one of his sisters. He himself does not want anything to Hmm. do with us, which is whatever. I'd rather he let us know than just ignore us. But he is telling his brother that he doesn't want any contact with us. I wish he would, though, for like medical reasons, because I know there's some things that he knows and should share with us, but he refuses to. I know where he lives. I know he's homophobic. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: I know he's got his own family and all that. He
0: sounds like a winner well you know
1: <laughs> mm, <yeah>. sorry <laughs> that's <Real> okay <laughs> hey uh,
0: and you know if if his siblings are any li- anything like mine if they knew that like i had 170 kids out there they would share that information with them so i'm sure that just like blew his mind yeah
1: yeah yeah because there's a whole facebook group too filled with us you know
2: he's probably scared too right like that everybody is angry and everybody you know rightfully so yeah but. I mean, yeah oh yeah i mean yeah
0: yeah. i think you know i'm sure a lot of people feel like if somebody were more forthcoming and just said like hey i was a college student i needed the money i i wasn't thinking Mm -hmm. you know i was a kid myself i wasn't thinking about the repercussions i mean there'd be there could certainly be room for some healing and forgiveness there but for somebody who just completely ignores it i mean that's just it's garbage yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it just it it makes us angry when we hear about those things. So something that I was reflecting on the other day, because Kendall did an interview with somebody from DNA Angels without me, I was had a bad cold. So I just I wasn't available. But I was editing the episode. It's like, Oh, wow, like, I didn't really think about the fact that this community is kind of like helping each other therapeutically, you know, and it's like, you know, we feel like we're part of the the larger community now just because you know we've gotten to hear these stories and share these stories and we feel like every time we do one of these interviews you included like oh we have a new friend today we made a new (laughs) friend today like how cool is that you know so how do you feel about the, the the community you mentioned the facebook group
1: yeah, there's a Facebook group. It's more, that's more like all the siblings, but I have, I'm a part of other Facebook groups where I think it's called like We Are Donor Conceived. It's really, everybody just kind of goes on and says how they're feeling and everybody reflects on that. They ask questions. That's really, really nice. There's a lot of support groups out there that you could do over FaceTime or meetups in person. Um, I know Laura High, yeah. she's big. She was part of the CNN story. So like we were kind of going through that whole thing with her. She's mm-hmm. amazing. She has really welcomed us into the community and her posts herself, like about us has really made us feel really safe within the community. Cause we were getting threats from other siblings and like threatening to sue us, which I don't really know yeah, how they we were going right. to do that, but just like scary, like don't, don't come forward. And that's what, Yep. That's what's wrong is that we're being silenced by our own siblings. It's not even like the fertility industries. They don't have to do anything to keep right. us quiet. It's literally our own yeah. siblings. Yeah,
0: It's but their it's, prerogative if they don't want yeah. to talk about it, but they should not be telling you not to, to share your story. Yeah. And if anything, you would think,
2: exactly. okay,
0: maybe some people are, are you know painfully shy and I get that they wouldn't want to be interviewed by CNN or something like that. But yeah. as you said, silence is just going to make this continue. Like the voices need to get louder and there needs to be more of them. You know, there need to be more podcasts like this, more articles like the CNN article, because yes. that's what's going to bring change about. Because, you know, right. The a lot of people just don't know. They really don't know. And I'm sure that CNN article yeah. made a big impact because they really played that up. as like their lead story. Oh, yeah. So hopefully, you know, it's opened people's eyes that can help become allies, help make change.
1: Oh, yeah. Everyone I'd say to, they go, we had no idea it was that bad. And I said, well, neither right. did I. You don't know until somebody tells right. you, honestly. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think
2: to Corey's point, I think the silence kind of gives credence to the arguments that the people in the fertility industry make. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, yes. nobody's coming forward. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, people
0: need to feel like militant <laughs> toward toward them. Yeah. You know, I mean, there need to be. I know Laura did that first protest i think back in october of last year and there need to be more of those there need to mm-hmm. be people that are finding out that have the that want to fund you know these protests yeah. get, these gatherings you know get get people yes. together fly you and your siblings to wherever it's happening so it you know so the voices can be heard so the news coverage gets out there yeah. seriously
1: it's so big it really if i can't believe how long the industry has been around and it there's been absolutely no changes
0: it's disgusting it and and still happening. It's still happening right now.
1: Yes. Yeah. You could still buy my donor sperm. 26 oh. years later. Are you kidding? Wow.
2: You know, if you're, a, if you're a multimillionaire, I'd just be like, I just want to buy it all. I'm <laughs> just like, yeah. I'm just yeah. going to take yeah. it all. Right. Uh, yeah. At least Enjoy you could it. control yeah. it, right? I mean, it's just, goodness. it's amazing to think. So
0: what's the age uh, range in your pod?
1: I think the oldest ones are just about to turn 26. And I know the youngest that we know so far is like eight. I mean, they're still selling it. So I'm sure there's younger ones.
0: Or there will be. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. 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 So what about the parents of your siblings? This one as young as eight. What do the parents think of the, the situation?
1: They wouldn't let me into the Facebook group for like, I don't really know why I, they just, maybe they just didn't like me, but I've heard from other siblings that, It really depends on every parent, you know, some of them are really okay with everything that's going on. They, they love the donor. They Mm. thank him so much for having their child, you know, and then there's ones who are like, fuck the facilities, fuck him. I'm done. Let's sue. And it's like, it's really, I mean, we're as big as like a high school. Not everybody's going to get along and not everyone's going to have the same thoughts and opinions on everything. I mean, we're all over the place.
0: I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. Has it so it's been, you know, a couple of years now. Does it is it feel normal ever or is it just weird all the time?
1: I think opening up and getting closer to some of the siblings it's starting to get better, but I still and I started to see a therapist, so that helps. But I definitely I I don't think my brain really believes mm. it. Like I call them siblings because in my head they're like not my sisters mm-hmm. and brothers, right. but they are. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know. Yeah.
1: But they're also just like my friends at this point, like we're just kind of all getting along and trying to figure it out. But like when we all hang together, you could tell Hmm. we're siblings with the bickering at times.
0: That's so (laughs) cool.
1: So it's comforting in a way. Uh. Thank
0: you for sharing that you're in therapy because I think it's important to, you know, to tell people that, hey, it's okay. I know it's gotten the stigmas lessened over the years about mental health and people sharing, you know, their. But thank you for saying that. Yeah.
1: I love my therapist. She's great. <laughs> I'd go to her every day if I could.
0: <laughs> a lot of them aren't trained for this type of therapy, you know? yeah. yeah.
1: It's like me and one other client she has that's like going through something like this yeah. somewhat.
0: Yeah.
2: I think about the training that they get, like, okay, now there's a chapter on treating donor conceived patients. You know
0: what I mean? It's like, you know, like yeah. that probably yeah. isn't still isn't a thing, you know? It's right. like, Yeah. <laughs> definitely not wow Mm -mm. goodness what type of similarities do you have with the pod oh geez
1: a lot of our our eyes are similar like our our, our eye shapes uh a lot of our voices are a lot very similar too which is kind of weird a lot of us have the same sense of humor which is really nice we all have anger issues too we're all very angry and just like rage like all the time but we get along for the most (laughs) part
0: uh, what, what about like, um, um, talents and, and proclivities towards, you know, careers and things like that?
1: Oh, yes. A few of my siblings are big on social media, influencers, wow. singers, YouTubers, all, Very all cool. that, all that whole, I'm not really on Instagram so much. I don't really right. post anything. So my name being out there now is like, ah, it's like yeah, a lot. Yeah. I get it.
0: Well, thank you for doing this because you know, it's, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I want to be a part of the change, right. you know? Might as well. There's no point in staying silent yep. at You're this right.
0: point. You're absolutely right. I agree. Wow. How about your sister? Is she kind of getting involved in the activism side of it as well? No. No.
1: <laughs> She's like, I'll leave that up to you. She's just chilling yeah. by herself yeah. right now. Yeah. Does She's she?
2: Fine. Has she found her donor or no? No.
1: No. She hasn't even talked to any of her siblings. She just... I only convinced her to take a test because I told her about all the health issues that me and my pod were having. And I said, listen, I go, we already have health issues from my mom's side. You might as well figure out what's going on with your dad's side too. Cause our doctors, like our, our mom, our mom and dad didn't tell anybody, not even their own parents. So let alone they didn't tell our doctors either. So in our doctor's eyes, my dad's background Uh, is what it is. So I had to go and be like, Hey, everything you have, you got to delete it because it has nothing to do with me anymore.
0: Yep. Shame on those doctors for telling them not to say anything. I mean, like, wow. I mean, it's like, you know, your your doctor as a kid could have been like, you know, prescribing you something that could have killed you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah it took me years to figure out i had a heart issue we knew there was something wrong but we had no idea the doctors couldn't figure anything Mm -hmm. out and it wasn't until one of my siblings is like well a lot of us have pots and i was like oh my god i went to my doctor and i go i think it's pots and they're like oh my god and then they tested me and that's what it is it's pots who would have known not me that's
2: just you know Uh, it's one thing to keep a secret it's another to affect somebody's you know health condition you know what i mean like it's
0: Oh yeah! Has this affected your thoughts about being a parent yourself? Like, how did you feel about it before the discovery, and how do you feel about it now?
1: When I was little, I was always a big baby dolls. I loved, I loved babies. I still do love babies. I love. I watch my friends' kids oh. all the time, and I, I love being around them and my cousins and everything. And then. I'm I'm gay, but I also I'm bisexual, so you know I got both sides. But for a long time I was dating this girl, and I was like, you know I think I want kids, and she's like I don't know if I want kids. We were still young, I'm only twenty four, but I was like I don't know, I think I really want them, and we ended up breaking up, and now I'm like I think I really want them, but now with the whole donor sibling thing and there's just so many health issues and there's just just, there's so many of us out there and now think if we all reproduce now all of our children could like hook up with their cousins or anything so it's it's really given me like a i don't know what i want to do anymore if i want to adopt or but i really want to have a kid of my own it's really hard
0: right
1: i I, because i don't know what to do i don't want to spread the DNA around even more because I got it from both sides. Like my mom was in Love Canal. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know
0: what that is. No, I don't.
1: It's a it was a chemical waste dump site, and uh, it was in Niagara Falls by Oxychemical. Chemical. They dumped all their waste, and then they sold the land to Niagara Falls for a dollar. And they said, "Hey, don't build anything on top of this." And Niagara Falls said, "Fuck you, we're gonna do it anyway." And they built schools oh. and houses, and then everybody started getting really sick. And like, it's something you're yeah, gonna yeah. have to look it up. It's very oh interesting. Um, the president had to get involved, moved everybody out. It was a hole. And some my grandparents died in their mm, 60s wow. from the illnesses. Um, my mom's sick. My uncle is sick. Me and my sister have illnesses from it. It's just mm-hmm. a hole like a nuclear yeah. it's bad it's bad goodness
0: wow. oh boy yikes yeah i know i was gonna um you know bring up the adoption thing again but you know I, i'm sure you've got a lot to think about. <laughs> or even you know, like you know yeah. you wanna be, if you're gonna have a child and or adopt a child you want to be around you know for the child right and not, right. Be, not be ill yeah right.
1: yeah exactly yeah. yeah
0: but you know my story involves
2: my adoptive parents who both died young and you know I my my mother died first and when I was a teenager and my dad said would tell me stories about how much she loved me but how guilty she felt once she found out she was going to be terminal you know that when she found out she was terminally ill and it's like well you know but that can happen to anybody right like you know if I were her biological child it could have been the same you know story and I always said hopefully you really reassured her. He's like, of course. He's like, I told her we did the right thing. We got this baby when he needed us. And, you know, it was. But I get it. I mean, I get what she must have felt. But on her deathbed said to her sister, you know, I feel so guilty that Kendall only had only got to have me in his life for 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, so it's sad. It's sad that she was going through. I mean, she was already dealing in enough with her health condition, but it's sad that she was emotionally affected by that too. But I guess any parent would be, you know, Yeah, Yeah, if you know you're about to die, but you know, I remember her and I will always remember her, but do I wish I had a lot more time with her? Absolutely. You know?
1: Oh yeah. I know she's with you though.
2: We talk about, we talk about my parents and Corey never got to meet them. And, Um, we talk about them every day. Like, it's just part of my life. You know, it's like I was their only kid, you know, and, and so, you know, that was our household was the three of us. So, uh, Corey feels like he knew them even though he, even though he doesn't. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, good luck with the pod and growing relationships, you you know, with your siblings. Let us know when you hit 200. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. We'll we'll, we'll send a cake. Oh no, but only one to you, not not to. to to... to... Yeah, right. (laughs) Yes, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh goodness. Well, yeah. Again, thank you for having a good sense of humor about this. I think it helps people get it more and and understand it and and feel comfortable about it. So, well, Jacqueline, you've been a delight. Thank you for coming on and, and sharing your story. Jacqueline's story opens the door for more discussions about ethics, identity, and the very fabric of family. Thank you, Jacqueline, for your openness, courage, and the impactful dialogue you brought to Family Twist. As we reflect on Jacqueline's story, let's ponder the broader implications of her experiences and the untold stories like hers, because family secrets are the ultimate plot twist. The Family Twist podcast features original music by Cosmic Afterthoughts, and is presented by Savoir Faire Marketing Communications.